Hi there. Welcome to Tech Talk Weekly. I'm Bob from Creation Station. This is our weekly show. We spend about 20 minutes talking about three or four interesting tech topics for the week. Get you on your way with a fun library fact. As always, if you have any stories you'd like us to talk about on the show, email me, creationstation at broward.org. Comes right to me. This week, I have Miss Kiva Turner from Maine Library. How are you, Kiva? Hello, I am well. How are you, Bob? Life has been good. It's a nice, easy, smooth way into the holiday season here. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah, should should be. I think things so are Kiva good is so part of the youth the in hardworking youth services team at Maine Library. Tell everybody what what do you guys actually do here, Kiva? Uh, what? Everything. Um, you know, we are in the middle of doing story times right now. We, we have like our weekly story times and then now, because it's the holiday season, we are participating in the annual books and bears program where we, uh, give, uh, free books and bears to, uh, local children, you know, who are usually from like low income families and we do, we share stories with them and songs. And so it's just a very busy time of the year for us here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got, yeah, I'm on the opposite slide and you guys are on the ramp up slide, plus all the stuff going on in the active learning center, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Yeah. This is why you need a, a long winter's nap to uh, go on. <laughs> Yeah, it would be nice because, you know, now it's just kind of like a slow, going to be a slow build up to summer. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then we'll both be just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We know those feelings. Let's get into what are we going to do when we wake up from our nap? So I know it's only December 8th, everybody. However, I'm thinking about New Year's and because we had to make all the plans for the family. And so when this article popped up, I was like, huh, yeah, we should talk about this. Who gets the first sunrise in the new year? Did you guess who yeah. it would be, Kiva? Um, I had it feeling that it would be like, you know, somewhere in the East. I guess I was thinking at first China before um, mm -hmm. I read the article. And... Um, I mean, it's it is a globe. It's, it's a planet, you know, big globe. Technically, you know, it just keeps on rotating. There's no edge. There's no like here's first. But what does make it first, and as always, all these links will be in the show notes, so you can go double check this yourself. Um, Inter International Dateline cuts through the Pacific, and it jogs back and forth a little bit because of international boundaries. And so what ends up happening is... There's two places that probably maybe would be rated as being the place. So Kiribati, which is Millennium Island, Caroline Island is the older name for it, is traditionally said to be the first place that the sun rises on the planet because it's a good average. But if you want a specific day, and in our case, we want it to be New Year's Day, you are more likely to actually be in the southern hemisphere down in down in Antarctica. And so Young Island, which is a small little place down there, gets about 10 to 15 percent of the time. It is actually the first time that the sun rises. 
So maybe probably that's going to be the place to be if you want to see the first sunrise of the new year and refraction is a reason why it's probably because light bounces around in the atmosphere, et cetera, et cetera. See, Kiva, did you think we could talk that much about sunrise? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it was a very interesting article where it was just like, you know, talking about just kind of like, you know, how the earth is tilt and everything. I don't know if I would want to um, experience the new year in Antarctica, um, but... Um, come on, it would be great. I keep trying to get my wife to go, let us go on a trip down there. It would be... That was, and that's the time of year. It's the warmest time down there of the year for them because they're opposite of us. So, right, true. Um, warmth is is good, but still, I'm like, that's, that's a little bit cold. And, yeah, warmth in Antarctica is a very relative thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm not certain that they're ready for uh, Floridians to show up in full parkas during their summer. Uh, it'd be yeah, park totally bundled up. Oh, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my, yeah, 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 yeah. No, their summer is like some of these areas, their summer is like 40s and 50s. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. Be a nice visit, but that's it. Short, short visits. Yes. Um, speaking of short, it seems like the robots are coming for all of us. Um, there's an interesting article here on The Verge, and this has been talked about out on – this was picked up by several other uh, news organizations, and they went in to depth in depth on this. Automating trucks to take over and take away from truck drivers. It's that dream idea. We're going to have these automated vehicles out there on the road taking care of everything. And a lot of people have said that automating trucks is going to be easier because it's just a highway. All you need to do once you get onto the highway, you're just waiting till you get to the next exit sign, and there you go. You pull off the road. So you don't need a human driver except for a little bit of time. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um I feel like the article did a really good job of, you know, kind of explaining like the nuances of like, you know, being a truck diver is not just taking things from point A to point B. It's making sure that you have your cargo, making sure that you keep the cargo safe. If it's a refrigerated truck, you know, making sure things stay cold. Um, and then too, you know, there's the weather, you know, it's like you don't know what the weather is doing, whether it's you're, they're going to come through like a blizzard or like, I don't know, for here in Florida, we have like a hurricane and, you know, like accounting for all of that. And, um, you know, it's, there's still kind of like a lot of human um, effort and thinking that needs to be a part of transportation. Yeah. And then when you get deeper into this article and they start talking about how all of the new workforce surveillance, as she calls it, um, that a lot of people out there right now never think about and probably don't have to put up with in their current jobs. Um, some a lot of people, a lot of news stories have been out there about you know Amazon warehouses and other warehouses like that where they strictly watch you know, how much time, what your productivity is. At least there you get to walk away. Yeah. When you're on the truck, you're on the truck, and that's it. And they are watching out for how fast you're driving, how many hours you're driving, whether you're keeping the speed limit, all, you know, what's your rate, all these various things that go on. And 
it was interesting the comparison of digital versus keeping it track on paper so you just you kind of know sort of maybe fudge the numbers here and there to fit the rules but not and now when you really track it all how much more has to be and how much more rigid they have to be for things like that so it's a really right. good article yeah go for it Kiva what um yeah, no, it was just, like you said, it's a really good article, you know, about like, okay, yes, you know, you want to, you know, track what the truckers are doing and make it accurate. But then, you know, the truckers are also kind of concerned about like, hey, like, you know, what if, you know, I need to stop to get a cup of coffee or something, or, you know, I don't feel physically, um, you know, physically, I feel like I need some rest. And, you know, now that you know, and of course they should be able to get rest or, you know, do what they need to get their job done. Yeah. But I know they feel like if they're being tracked in the manner that they're being tracked now with, you know, digitally, then, you know, that affects things. They I feel oh, like yeah. it, they are feeling more pressured to speed to get the job done. And that's not what we want. No, definitely not. And then, yeah. Trust me, folks, you you want to go read this article where they talk about, oh, maybe having them wear a smart baseball cap so that it buzzes and <laughs> gives you a little shock when you may your head mo might be moving in a direction where it looks like you're nodding off or you haven't moved your eyes in the at the right time. And it is insane dystopian idea of some yeah. of the stuff that's out there. And then it's already happening in some cases. So follow up on this one. Kiva brought us the story because this is the big blown up story this week. Uh, and you knew we had to talk about it. So chat GPT. Yes. So, Kiva, you nice give your, give, give us your, your outside layperson's idea of what this thing actually is. Well, apparently I feel like it's, it will do your work for you. If you are a student in high school, you no longer have to write a poem for your English class because now AI, this chatbot can do it for you. Um, apparently it can, you know, write essays and things like that. Um, at least with some of the articles I found that was say, what it was saying that it could write the essays, but that's not, see, that did not seem to be what everyone was talking about. It was more like, okay, it can write a poem for you. Um, you can ask it questions and, you know, of course it will answer the questions for you. Um, I know, I can't remember which article it was. I don't think it was CNET. I think Bob, it was an article that you found regarding uh, this topic. Probably, it was probably either the Gizmodo or the Atlantic. The Atlantic has a great, great um, write-up on it. You really need to go um, find this one and go through really well done. Um, I'm going to give a bit of a spoiler for the article, is that the first three paragraphs of the article were written by Chat GPT to talk about whether you should believe in it or not. And then the real author picks up and goes into great detail about how this works. And what you said about someone being able to just use this to create their high school essay. 
yes. um, and things like that. It makes a lot of sense on the one hand that you could, and it's going to take teachers some training on figuring out how do you teach students how to write in a creative manner where it's not one of the reasons this works and, and it's mentioned in one of the articles is because it sticks to the five paragraph rule that mm -hmm. teachers are teaching students because that's the easy way to teach writing and so teachers are going to be forced into not teach the easy way to teach students to be more creative yes and then when students are more creative and more innovative it means that the automated chat won't sound authentic right it's 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 a very interesting way this is not some this is not dystopian this is it's the first thing that came to mind and i was really surprised it wasn't in any of the major articles that i found this reminds me of when calculators really came at, came into being and your math teacher you probably heard this one maybe i hope you heard this I definitely heard it. Oh, you're not going to have a calculator with you at all times anymore. You've got to still learn this math. I'm like, excuse me. I've yeah. got a calculator with me at all times. Yeah, smartphones are great. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yes, I, I, I did hear that growing up. The You know, yeah, you wouldn't have the calculator. But um, yes, I'm very thankful for the smartphone technology. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it's definitely worthwhile to use and test out. And we've got, to, we'll put a link directly for you there to how to log in to chat. It's chat.openai.com. And we'll put a link in the show notes where you can go log in, sign up, and experiment with this and practice on your own. Ask it some questions, get some feedback back and forth. And yeah, I remember like in one of the articles, um, the author of the article had asked the chat bot, like what they should name their dog. Yeah. So yeah, and, and it's, suggestions like that. Um, if this I'll, is something along the lines of what we talked about uh, last week of someone who trained the uh, chat bot, um, not this specific one, but trained a different one on her younger person's diaries. So it could respond back as the younger person we talked about in that last week's show. Go follow the links. You'll be able to go back and listen to that one easily. Um, and it, it's complicated only because this is a great tool to further your own thinking on a topic. But it also could be, like you said, abused by the high school student who doesn't want to do the extra effort and just here, here's, here's my 500 word theme, bam, done. You know, copy paste and it's over. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. It, yes, this, is a, I agree. this this is a lot like the art AI stuff we've talked about in the on past episodes of how much is it something that's going to where it changes how people are creative. Um, yeah, we have a whole thing coming up in the spring about this too. I have a whole show, we're going to do a special show, hour long show, just on what this is all what this all means um and, and give people examples coming up nice. in the spring so yeah it'll be fun do you use it i did not use it 
No, would you? Oh, would I use it? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think you could. It's you. I think you and Autumn need to play with this for story time. So that the chat bot comes up with a story for the the kids. Uh -huh. or... Yep. Oh, that would be interesting. Um, so you, it'd so also you, be so nice if it would test, test the skills about you know you you. Give me a story about a bear at a second grade level using primary colors or something like that as your input to it and see what comes out. Yeah, see I think how the, the grade level part is like that. Yeah. yeah grade level part is very important because. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I wonder how it is. I wonder just exactly how well it can handle those, like at the standard everyday American you know, level of reading, it's it's pretty easy, but it's specialized. Um, one of the articles talks about uh, uh, some scientific stuff in there, and one of them talks about he's a literature professor, so he can really grade the poetry on how it's being used and give me a poem about hamburgers, but you're not writing about the essence of a hamburger. You're writing mm -hmm. about the theory of a hamburger and stuff. It, there's some... We didn't all the all these article links will be in the show notes. We can't show you every single article in depth because they really do get in depth because this yes, is a fun topic this week. Oh yes. We do have one more story still for you. Um do you think you have enough time in your world? Yes and no. Yeah. So one of the ideas is we now have 8 billion people on the planet. Uh, they, the United Nations picked November 15th as the day that we crossed that line. Um, again, growing up, it was always like, how many people are on the planet? Yeah, we have about 4 billion people, and now we've doubled it in my own like lifetime since getting out of school. So 1,800, there were only 1 billion. And people were expected to live about 28.5 years. Now, not very long. No, not very long. Now, remember, this is also because of extreme poverty and, and everything that goes on around the world. So if you had 10 kids, only four of them would make it to adulthood kind of thing. Right. Um, now, in our current life expectancy is all the way up to about 73 years. Women expecting to outgrow, outlive, outlast men because men do stupid stuff um, and don't take care of themselves well, as well. Um, but this box that I've got on the screen shows you a little bit of why I want to talk about this article. In 2022, with 8 billion people and we have 75 years, look at all those resources we're using up instead of back in 1800, the number of resources that we were using up. This is also why people think that, you know, the population, you know, over overpopulation and going to kill the planet, but actually we're about at peak population right now and it's going to start going down for various reasons we've talked about on other shows back in November when the UN released this report. And it's noted that resources on the planet are finite, but time is not in a weird way. And this is where I want your opinion, Kiva. Okay. Do 
do you think money or time is a bigger problem for you? Um, I would say time mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. But yeah, I just kind of, it's, I feel like it's kind of weird and, you know, we live in, in this modern world, like, you know, we have so many things that like, you know, make things easier, but, yep. um, and as, you see that right there, you hit upon it right there, because if you have the, if you have a certain level of income, if you have a certain level and most people in Western societies in have that level of income, then that means time is the bigger issue for you. And do you have time to do the things that you want and or need? Whereas for so many people in the global south, in Asia, et cetera, the issue becomes they have time, but they don't have the money value, as the article puts it, to be able to lift themselves up to a better standard of living because there's only so much you can do with time. Right. So again, this um, is one of those more complicated. Go, go, Kiva, tell me. Uh, no, yeah, I would say, you know, I would agree with that line of thinking with, with the article. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Cause you know, but then at the same time, kind of like if you're trying to spend your time to making the money, you know, yeah. that kind of feeds into. Yep. And yeah, so making... in the end, the article here argues that we should be judging people's standard of living, not on how much wealth they have, but on how much time they have to be able to use. Because time is the one thing that you can't inflate. <laughs> You can't change the value of, you can't counterfeit it. You can't do any of those yep. things. Everyone has the same 24 hours. And so that is what we should be. The argument here is that's how we should be judging our standard of living is how are you allowed to use your same 24 hours? Are you the warehouse? Like we talked about earlier, the warehouse worker in Amazon or the truck driver, or are you the CEO who can, as minions to go out and tell, to do things for you, etc. Time is the way to go. Big Think is an interesting uh, website. If you ever have time to, you just want to read an article, go find, they, they'll give you something to think about in their collection of articles that they have out there. It's really a fun place to go find stuff. Uh, Kiva, I want to I hit really quickly. You've got an event coming up here at Main Library that you're being part of, right? Uh, there is Craftapalooza that's yes, coming up. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Tell us about what you guys are doing for that. Uh, well, it was in the past before COVID an annual event, and basically you can come and make various crafts here at the main library. There's going to be different um, locations throughout the building where you can make um, a gift for someone for the holidays. So um, you know, I'm sitting here looking and I'm not even sharing this site. I apologize. I was like, yeah, I've got this here. I'm reading along as you're talking about these things. And I'm like, oops, wait, I'm supposed to share. Here you go. 
Saturday okay. the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, great. Because I was like trying to think. Of, okay, yeah, it is supposed to be Saturday the seventeenth. Uh, yes, from eleven to three p.m. So we would love for you to come and join us because it has always been a great annual event, and um, this is our first time since COVID having it in person again. So we're looking forward to it. Yes. And see, we blew right on past our twenty-minute mark all ways ago. So let's I hope that's okay. Oh, of course. Hey, good conversation is the whole point of this, right? Yes. Uh, let's throw up our closing slide here. If there is a library or a librarian you'd like to see featured on the show, email us, creationstation at broward.org. We'll see everybody next week. Have a great day, everyone. All right. Bye.